Welcome to Wizard vs. Jedi, a podcast where two guys debate things that really don't matter all that much. We've learned not to take ourselves too seriously, but when it comes to things like whether a wizard would beat a Jedi, we take that very seriously. We love it so much that we decided to make a podcast about it. We hope you enjoy, and thanks for listening. Scott, we're rolling. How are you today? Doing well. I'm excited for today's episode, kind of. Kind of? Why do you kind say of. kind of? I don't know. Well, I don't want to give too much away. But oh, I remember at the end of last episode, I said I was kind of excited to watch Attack of Clones. And, well, well, I've watched it. Well, we'll talk about it. Are you, are you giving away the farm here? Uh, I might be giving away the farm. We'll, we'll see. Very cool. Welcome to Wizard vs. Jedi. I am Andrew Baxter. I'm here with my co-host, Scott Clausen. And we're getting ready to look at the competition between Rogue One and Attack of the Clones. Scott, why don't you give us the brief overview of the score for Rogue One. Okay, yes. I have it written down here for you. Perfect. So for people who don't remember, Rogue One won in its first round matchup. So we've already gone over that. So we're not going to hash that out today. But just as a reminder, Andrew gave it a 21 and I gave it a 16. So a total of 37. That's Andrew's highest rated movie, I believe, so far. Yes, and uh, second or third for me, it's it's up there, but it's not not my highest rated. So it's Attack of the Clones has a tough tough task to be able to topple Rogue One. Anything we'll, you yep Anything you want to add to our discussion of Rogue One? No, I, I think I'm uh, I think I said it all in that episode. If you have not listened to that episode, go back listen to it. Hear our thoughts. But no, I, I'm happy, and I would be interested if I went back and watched it now because this was one of the first, if not. First or second matchup that we watched, and I'd be interested to see if my score would be different if I watched it now. I feel like, we, like we said last episode, I know what I'm looking for more now, but uh, I'm I'm happy with where it's at. Okay, and let's move on to the movie we watched for this week. Yes, Attack of the Clones. I'm gonna go ahead and let you start with visual quality, Scott. Okay, and, and I've said this before. I didn't think I would give any of these lower than a three, but this is a, a two for me. It just okay. is. And, and and once again, we've harped on this before. We harped on this with the other two prequels. It's too much CGI. It, it just is. And some of the CGI was really bad. I mean, there were moments where I was like, oh, that was that was." Any specific good. moments you can think of? No, you know, and I, and I thought I should write that down, but I didn't. Um, but there there were definitely a couple moments that I just I was not a fan of. And then there were there were some good moments. Uh, um, there was a great the great opening shot. I enjoyed seeing the smaller. Smaller ships, smaller planes, not planes, ships, with the, the planet as the backdrop. I, I thought that was a great opening shot. I love on Geonosis when Anakin and Obi-Wan and Padme are, are surrounded. They think it's over, and all of a sudden, here's the lightsabers all just starting igniting. I thought that, that was right. a cool shot. That was very, very cool. I, I enjoyed the shot of the clone army near the end. You see all the clone army lining up. I thought it was a great shot. But the week, the, the last shot was, was weak. It was very weak. It's just it's Anakin and Padme standing there, all in love and on and Naboo, and it was, it was one of the weaker weaker ending shots for the Star Wars movie. So I, to me, it's a two. I gave it a two as well. Okay. And I thought the opening there was a better opening shot than Episode One. I agree for sure. Yes, because the opening shot of Episode One is just that, the Jedi, transport ship. Yeah. Coming in. So there was some, I thought, the opening shot with the 
Nabooian, is that how you'd say that? Uh, Nabooian. Yeah, I think, you know, I don't think we have a way, so I think we can choose how we want to say that. I, cool. I think Nabooian. Nabooian. I don't know that's tough for me to say. I may not like this anymore. Nabooian. Hmm. I'm sure there's a way to say it, but it comes in and it does that barrel roll yeah. going down to Coruscant. I thought it was cool. Yeah. I thought that was, there was some, there were some cool shots of Coruscant during the Obi-Wan scene where he's hanging on the droid, yeah. that flying droid. And I like the initial shot of Coruscant where you've got it, the, the buildings over the clouds. So that was, right. that was good. I agree. He says, I said, nice wide shot on approach to Naboo. Yeah. When Anakin and Padme are coming into Naboo. I think that was the time. Anyway, yes. I, remember, I wrote that down. Yeah. I wrote another example of good shots of Naboo. We have some wider shots, but again, I agree. Some There's too much CGI there is. throughout. So it had some nice Tatooine shots. I do love the desert shots, just yeah. the contrast of the sand and the, the sky. Always interesting visually. And one of the worst CGI shots, the reason I asked is because I remember one. Okay. It was the scene when, they, when you see all the clone army and they're panning across the clone yeah. army. I thought that looks like it could have been done for the Clone Wars episode, whatever, one of those episodes of the, the animated series. It looks like the same quality. You know, that's funny because I, I at moments, and I don't think it was that moment, but there was a moment or two where I thought, it looks animated. It, it does. It so I, I thought the same thing, yeah. And the movie has, and when did the movie come out? Was it 2005, something like that? I think 2004? 2001, because the, the first one came out in 99. 99. Was it that long? Was it? I can't remember. Let's, let's Scott's going to look it up for us. Yeah. Well, anyway, but it, it has not aged well. I, I think that the, the CGI work has not aged it, well at it all. It is not. Not at all. Honestly, I thought some of the CGI in Phantom Menace was better than this CGI. Are you saying anything good about the Phantom Menace? Well, uh, compared to Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Well, no, don't, don't put that on me. Don't, don't you do 2002. You just said 2002. 2002. Okay. You just said something good about the phantom menace you know what? i take that back i take that back i, I won't i won't do that no i think visually phantom menace I, was a I better agree. movie i agree i gave i think i believe i gave phantom menace a two as well but you did if i remember right but i yeah i, I think if i had to pick one I, I think i would choose a phantom menace very cool i'm gonna move on to plot you know All how right, much i love your to plot. outline the i mean plot. this is not your plot this is your your time to shine here we go i'm gonna try to do this more briefly than sometimes i do okay but i'm gonna try but break in anytime you want. I'm cool with that. All right. Act one, it starts with Senator Amidala is coming to vote. And there's a murder attempt on the landing dock for her. And I thought that was neat where they had the 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 explosion. Obviously, the explosion was not good. But the fact that yeah. she was she had actually flown in on one of the fighters was kind of cool. Yeah. Rather than being in the transport. I also thought the makeup job of the... the fake Padme dying was not very good, but okay. that's... Believe it or not, I noticed that I thought Padme had too much makeup on when she took her helmet off. Huh. I thought that's not the makeup of someone who would have just flown in a fighter. Yeah, okay, I can see that. I, Maybe. I don't know. I didn't even think about it, but yeah. And then we see, we go to Palpatine's office, and they have a conversation about Padme's protection and things like that, and... I had never noticed this before, but it seems like Palpatine, arra- Palpatine arranges for Padme and Anakin to be together. Oh, I, yeah, he definitely, he makes a comment, and I should have written it down, but he makes a comment. Yeah, he knows what he's doing, I, I think very much. Maybe the comment wasn't there. Maybe the comment was to Anakin later, but there, there's a comment in there. I'll have to go back and see if I can find it. 
But it makes it sound like he's getting ready. He wants Anakin to have this heartbreak or to have he wa- he knows what he's doing. So he, that to me is next level manipulation. Absolutely. Because it's it's I don't know if if Palpatine had put it all together that I want Anakin to fall in love with Padme. Yeah. And then that would be an avenue for the dark side. Yeah. Because it would be something that's not allowed for the Jedi to have these emotional attachments with other people. So I was wondering, it's like, man, that is next level. Palpatine figured that out. Like, I want, I know, Palpatine's thinking to himself, I know that Anakin has these feelings for Padme, or might have these feelings for Padme. Or maybe he's just thinking, I've got an an attractive woman with an attractive man. We're going to put them together young. We're going to put them together. They're single and just see what happens. I think Palpatine's that strong in the Force. I mean, we see he's preventing the Jedi from even sensing that he is the Sith Lord. Right. Anakin's admitting that he's thinking about her every day. I think think Palpatine knows. Yeah. He's just that strong in the Force. He's just trying to put them in a situation where that could happen, where the relationship could develop. If Padme doesn't die in childbirth, Palpatine's making sure she dies another way. He's gonna he's gonna get that anger out yeah. somehow. Okay, so. which was fascinating to me. It added a whole yeah. level of manipulation. Anakin reveals. Uh, we we know that ten years have passed. We find that out yeah. in this first act. We see Anakin. He shows himself to be quite headstrong. He's having some some arguments with Obi Wan and and things like that. He reveals that he's been having dreams about his mother. So yeah. we see that that comes up again later on in Revenge of the Sith when he's having dreams about Padme. An assassin tries to kill Padme, which is actually, I think, one of the neatest sequences. For some reason, I've always liked this sequence where they put the centipede-looking things yep. and they go in and Anakin gets them off of her and then they have to Obi-Wan jump. Obi-Wan jumps, jumps, jumps the through the window. Yeah, I thought that was so good. It is. So he goes through the window... And then there's this long chase scene where I thought it was fun. Yeah. It was just a fun chase scene. It has its moments. It has its moments. I, 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 I have nothing negative to say about it, but yeah. it. Yeah. I think it's pretty good, though. Yeah, I, I, would, I won't disagree. Some good, some funny lines in there. Yes, I, I think that's one of the strongest points of the movie. The so chase yeah. scene? Yes. That first sequence? Yeah, I agree. So they find, they go through the bar, and then Obi-Wan and Anakin split up, and Obi-Wan... What ends up being a trap sets up, sets up a trap for the assassin. Yeah. So I think Obi Wan is trying to get the assassin to come after him. That's why he says, "I'm just going to go to the bar to get a drink." And to me, it was a, it was a throwback to the A New Hope, yeah. where Obi Wan is standing at a bar and he turns around and whips out his lightsaber. Yep. It looked almost the shots looked almost identical. I didn't even think about that, but yeah. That, so I thought that was pretty cool. Yep. So they find the bounty hunter, but then, or they, excuse me, they find the assassin, but then the assassin gets killed by a bounty hunter, and they find the little dart. So Anakin goes to see Palpatine, and we see that there's this longer relationship that's been going on yes. between Anakin and Palpatine, or at least it's been hinted at. And one of my favorite lines in this first act, and it highlights to me what is a theme of this movie and a theme really of the first trilogy, is... The hubris of the Jedi. Yeah. There's this pride. They, they think that they are, they've got it all figured out when they actually don't. And sorry, go ahead. Well, I think this movie really shows when we see the original trilogy, we see these Jedi as just all good. They were, they were good. And I think in this movie, we see like 
it's a complicated it's it's it they're not necessarily all good they have good intentions but it's complicated much more complicated than what we were led i wouldn't say led to believe but then what we believed in the original trilogy there's more nuance yes to them for sure yoda says and i wrote the quote down too sure of themselves they are even the older more experienced ones and i think he's talking about jedi he's referring to the jedi yeah and i think that's a prescient statement it becomes that comes even more important later on as we go throughout and we learn in revenge of the sith that they've had this sith lord here under their noses the whole time so that would be when they when anakin and padme and they decide to go to Tatooine. Yes. And then Obi-Wan goes to Kamino. That to me is the beginning, the end of Act One. So when they go to Tatooine or when they go to Sorry, Naboo. Naboo. Thank okay. you. Okay. Naboo. My bad. Act two, I said take Padme to Naboo. And then Obi-Wan is going to Kamino. And this is where Act Two is the romance between Obi-Wan. Yeah. Not oh, sorry, not <laughs> Obi-Wan. My bad. Again, I keep misspeaking. It, between Padme and Anakin. Yeah. And it starts out rough. It it, it stays rough to me. But, uh, it does. But yeah. It starts out bad. It stays bad. It ends I, bad. I'm going to have... I'll have more here later, but yes. But I, there's some quotes. While they're... Even while they're getting ready. I don't know if I want to rehear these quotes, but go, go Please don't it. look at me like that. It, t- it makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh. Come on, man. I, it, yeah, I... Why? I, mean, uh, I don't understand this relationship. The, I watched. I don't want to say. I want to say this. When I was younger, you said this came out in what two thousand two. I think it's what. Okay. Yeah. When I was younger, for whatever reason, I loved this film. Okay. And watching it again, it was your crush on Natalie Portman. It's very possible. Uh, yeah. Yes. Thanks. Now the whole world knows about that. Thanks, you, Scott. You, you brought it up on a previous episode. I would did not have brought I? you did. I would okay. not have brought it up. But, Fine. Or if you did it, then we talked about it right okay. after. Okay. Great. Great. Thanks for that. Whole You're world. Welcome. Yes. The younger version of Andrew Baxter <laughs> had a crush on Henley Portman. All right. Moving on from that. But watching it again, man, it's rough to watch. It's very, very rough. And let me be clear. I can enjoy a good love story movie. I, I, I can. agree. I, I, I have I'm no issue. I watch the Nicholas Sparks movies with my wife. Nicholas I mean, Sparks. I, I don't know about that. I now. wouldn't. I mean, I, I, I enjoy it. There, if there, there's some good ones. There Sense are. and Sensibility. Now, there's a good romance okay, I, story. I, I've for never you. seen it. You I've, need I've to watch never. it. But I can enjoy a good love story, and this just it wasn't it. And, and like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna have more on this later. But it was it was bad. I, I it was bad badly written. Okay. Yeah, we Poorly can get written. there. But it. I wrote down creeper vibe from Anakin. Oh, absolutely. It's these, it's awful. And so we have that going on. There's this two, really act two has two streams, uh, or what am I trying to say? Two plots in yeah. a sense. There's two. You've got the love story and you've got Camino. Right. There's two action, sets of action going on. So while all this is going on with Naboo and, and Anakin and Padme, you have... Obi-Wan, who's running down a lead, and he gets yeah. to go see Dex, I think was his name, the alien that yeah. he goes, see, goes to see in the diner. Who wears who wears the crop top better, Dex or Padme? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> who wore it better? <laughs> that sounds like a good Instagram post. Yeah, yeah, no, right we, yeah we'll have to do that. Yeah. 
there's actually multiple there's more than one i guess you could argue there's more than one crop top for padme i, I think so yeah because there's the one she wears to tatooine the blue thing. Okay, yeah. See, and I was remembering the white one. And then the white one wasn't originally a crop top, though, but okay. because the animal comes and cuts it, cuts uh, off part of her okay. clothing. Anyway. I actually like Dax. Dex. I can't. Uh, Dex. Uh, Dex, yeah. yeah. I actually, I liked him. thought he was fun. I liked it a lot. I thought yeah. it was more of a lighthearted scene. But again, I think we're seeing hubris of the Jedi. Yeah. Because anakin not anakin man i'm messing those names up obi-wan says i wasn't able to find it but then he goes to the archive and the lady in the archive says well if it's not in our archives it doesn't exist and that to me was the more hubris yeah right we know everything is what that's saying and which which leads into the scene with obi-wan going to yoda as he's training the padawans and I, I personally love that scene. Yeah, the and, younglings are great. Yeah, and, you know, why, why is it not there? Well, maybe somebody erased it. I mean, just the simplicity of a child's mind. Right. And, yeah, no, I thought that was great. And that really, Yoda shines in that moment. Yoda shines really has some good moments in this movie. We he really does. need more of Yoda. I agree. But that, that that's one that where he really shines. Very cool. We get... We, I see Padme and Anakin are eating. So I'm, I know I spoke before and said you don't see much eating in Star Wars. Yeah. But I might need to redress that and say there is some eating. But for some reason, it's never, there's never, they don't really ever often put food in their mouths. Yeah. You see them in the process, like they're talking over a meal or something, but they hardly ever actually put food in their mouth, it seems like. Did it bother you at all? I mean, they're traveling as refugees. I right. Mean, Padme's overdressed. Like, shouldn't she be trying to be a little more discreet? I don't know what the I, what the fashion I, statements would have been back then. I, well, I, 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 in that I, time, she should have been more discreet then. I'll say it. Okay, fair enough. Maybe she was a wealthy refugee. You can have wealthy refugees. You can, but you don't want to draw attention to yourself when you're trying to. The reason they're traveling as refugees is because they're trying to sneak away. Yeah. There's a lot of other issues. Why are refugees going from Coruscant to Naboo? Yeah, there's a there's a whole host of problems with that idea. Padme was very quick to point out that Anakin was not a Jedi when they get to, so when they get to Naboo, they have the conversation with the queen. I thought that was interesting that one of the officials says master Jedi and Padme says, Nope, he's not a Jedi. He's just a learner. And I think that's one of Anakin's few, I don't know. I don't want to say strong, but stronger moments. That one finally doesn't know if overplayed. And I guess I'm getting it a little bit genuine. Active. Yeah, it I'm, felt genuine. That that particular one. Yeah, yeah. That particular. If y'all could have seen Andrew's face, where where there's a lot coming. Obi Wan goes to Camino. The Caminoans were expecting him, which he was very shocked by. And then he has a has a conversation with them about the clone army. Yeah. And that was it, Sifidius. Yes. Master Sifidius, who ordered the army, and then Obi-Wan says, well, Master Sifidius died. He thinks he died before he would have had opportunity to go and yeah. and hire or pay for the army, order the army. I will say I did enjoy the, the brief little different shots of the random the different stages of the clones. Right. I had that not really neat. noticed that before, or I'd just forgotten, and I did enjoy that. I thought that was cool. Yep. So back on, back on Naboo... Anakin and Padme seen on the veranda. Do we have I to said, go back to a Naboo? bit awkward? Oh yeah, a, a bit. That's 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 very kind of you, Andrew. 
And I said, kiss scene. Oh. Padme regrets it. She says something like, I shouldn't have done that. And I'm thinking, there's a whole host of things that are going on in my mind right here. There okay, are. Padme. Why, are, why, are you, why is he still around? Yeah. You could have said, no, I'd rather not have Anakin. Or call back and say, you know what, guys? Jedi Council, Anakin's not working out. So she, there's she, obviously... She, well, she wants it. There is. That, she there's does. something. I there's mean, something in her that is not completely... It seems like... She's not completely averse to the idea. Well, she's not, and we get that. We get that later. She's just trying to avoid it because she thinks it can't happen. Yeah, and so she's trying to avoid future heartbreak. Right, which fails obviously. It does. But, but, and my thing is, we obviously know because we've seen the original trilogy that Anakin has kids. There's a there's a mom there somehow. We know there has to be. I guess it doesn't have to be a love story, but we kind of expected a love story. There has to be some sort of relationship. Yes. yes. And it it just wasn't well executed. I completely agree. That, that's the problem. I have no issue with it being in the movie. I think that's okay. Yeah, I'm okay with being fine. part of it, but it wasn't done well. There's more that goes on with Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan talks to Jango, who says he was hired by someone named Tyrannus. Yeah. And then we're back to the Naboo again. Uh, uh, and, before we go back to the okay. Naboo. I would have loved a little more of Django and Boba. Yeah. I think that that would have been fun. And do we... I don't remember. Do they actually say, say his name is Boba? I mean, we know that is Boba Fett. But do we find out yes. because of the... Okay. I yes, remember. because Django says Boba. Okay. He tells him Boba do something. I didn't Boba catch that this. as a kid. And I guess I didn't catch it this time either. But I knew... It's definitely... They definitely yeah. say his okay. name. For sure. And... The, I wrote, the romance seems forced back it, on Naboo. very forced, no pun intended. Are you ready for another quote? Oh, I... You okay. are in my very soul, tormenting oh, okay. me. That, yeah, yeah, that, whole, that whole sequence. I, I, like the I, it, evening it was, fire sequence? Everything by he the was fire. saying. Yes, it was just like, dude, you were... Uh, I mean... I don't know how many ladies we have out there who listen, listen to our show. I know my wife listens occasionally. My mom listens. Yeah. So ladies out there. Do you want someone who's trying to woo your heart to come up to you and say, you're in my very soul tormenting me? I don't know. D- does your dad listen to this? Because if he does, I would love for you to try that on Andrew's mom. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> We're both married. We can try well, it on our own wives. Yeah, I, I already know it's not going to work for me. No, that's... I don't think it's the way to, to set up a romantic evening. He, Let's put uh, it that way. Uh, yeah. I wrote yikes right after that. It, it was rough. It was very, very rough. And then Padme says, quote, it would destroy us, end quote. This is not the build that this is not the foundation for a healthy relationship. No. No. So we I, I, I didn't see that before. And it's been a long time since I've yeah. watched the film. But this is a dysfunctional relationship from the very beginning. Oh, absolutely. Now, we're going back to Camino, and I heard a quote. This is what it, I heard what sounded like something like this. It was Obi-Wan is going out in the rain. He's getting ready to send a message to Coruscant. And he says, R4, scramble code 5 to Coruscant, care of the old folks' home. I did not catch that. And I, it sounded like he said, care of the old folks' huh. home. And I paused it, reversed it, turned on the subtitles. And sure enough, it's huh. care of the old folks' home. That's hilarious. So I actually did a little bit of a deep dive. All Scott, right, here we and go. And found out what that means. And the old folks' home is a code name for the Jedi Temple. Huh. 
So when he says that, he's basically saying, R4, send this message by means, by way of, by way of the Jedi Temple. See, now we're speaking the nerdy, nerdy, nerdy Star Wars language. I mean, these 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 people, they can't hate on us as much right now. I, I looked one. it up. That was a good, yeah, that's a good I one. was curious. I was like, what? Did he just say that? And I looked and yes, he did. That's hilarious. Well, that was my one deep dive for this film. And that's, that's more than I got. I thought I about... I didn't want a deep any diver into this I one. thought about looking up... Did what? I say I didn't want to deep any diver? I, don't I think know. I did. I didn't want to dive, dive any, any deeper? deeper on this there one. You go. I thought about looking up the different levels of psychopathy to see if Anakin is actually a psychopath here. <laughs> we can prove he's a psychopath. I don't know. Maybe he, someone's done that. He's um, uh, definitely... There, yeah, there's something there. Uh, but, uh, I mean... Not we don't want to we don't want to chase this rabbit. All right, we're still in plot. Yeah, Let's keep yeah. on going. So he calls Coruscant. Yoda tells Obi Wan to bring Django, and then we cut back to Naboo. There's more bad dreams for Anakin. Anakin and Padme go to Tatooine to help Shmi. I thought that was pretty. I don't I don't know. It's like he's going against the rules. He should not be leaving to go to Tatooine. Yeah, He's, it shows Anakin his disregard for the Jedi, the dis- disregard for his duty, yeah. in a sense. And Padme goes along with him. And I'm thinking, this is clear. Padme is in love with Anakin oh, for absolutely. some reason. Yeah. For some reason that I can't it's, figure it's out. It's the rat tail. It can't be that. <laughs> but we don't ever know. That's the problem. We don't ever know. Yeah. Nothing ever tells us. And let's keep moving. Well, and that's the thing. We could have known. But it was not done well. If they had written some dialogue yes, that's that what explained I'm saying. what yeah, was going on, was why not, she has feelings for him. It was not done well. Yeah, it's it's a struggle. But I, I did enjoy seeing Lars and is it Owen? Owen? Yeah, Owen and, and Baru. Yes, and Baru. Yeah. That, that, that was a good little just throw in. Right. To, you know, and obviously we see them at the end of Revenge of the Sith as well. Right. But that was that was nice. And then there's the battle. I think I might have gotten this slightly out of sequence, but there was a battle between Django and Obi-Wan yes. on Kamino, which is a great battle sequence. Absolutely, I liked yeah. it a lot. And I know early on when we filmed, when we, not filmed, when we recorded Wizard versus Jedi, you brought up this sequence as an example, I think, of a Jedi being defeated yes. by a non-Jedi. And I want to defend Obi-Wan here okay. a little bit. I think I know where you're going, but let's let's hear it. Because Django had some help. Yes. Okay, that's where I thought you were going. With Django had some help. Right. He did. So it wasn't like a necessarily a fair fight if we're looking at a duel situation. Yeah. And I'll also say that it ended with a draw. So it's not like Django really defeated Obi-Wan. No. But he held his ground. He did. And he also had some help. He did. But uh, what, an eight-year-old kid? Now he's a beast. An eight-year-old kid with yeah, a ship, a starship. Yes. It's a small starship, but it's a starship. While, while we're on that ship, maybe the coolest ship in the Star Wars universe. Slave One, I think yes. it's the name. I mean, just, and not necessarily like if I could had to pick a ship, it would be the Millennium Falcon. But if I'm going to war, I mean, that's a heck of a, or maybe the Slave not, One yeah. is pretty cool. It's, it's, yeah. It is pretty cool. And I like how it comes up again later. We see it in The Mandalorian. Yes. It's, it's great. Then there's a chase where, Ana, not Anakin, I'm going to say that again, wrong again. Obi-Wan chases Django. He tracks him. He throws the tracker yeah. on him and he chases him to the next, I guess it was that star system. I forget the name of the planet. 
but now Geonosis. Geonosis, yes. right. He chases him to the Geonosis system. That's a pretty cool sequence. It I thought is. that that fighter sequence was pretty cool. I've got I've got something well we'll get there later for me, but yeah. Okay. We see that Anakin Obi-Wan sorry, I jumped ahead. So Anakin goes to find his mother. We cut to Obi-Wan who finds Count Dooku and they're having this meeting with all these separatists and he's figuring out what's going on with yeah. the scheme. So there's some plot processes that are starting to come to head. Anakin finds Shmi and she dies in his arms. Yeah. And then of course he slaughters the sand people. And I don't know if you heard this or not, but did you hear the voice that was played over right at the end of that sequence that was played over Yoda? There's a shot of Yoda and Yoda's looks yeah. grieved. Yes. And he, he Did you hear you the hear voice? Anakin's voice. It's Qui-Gon Jinn's voice. Okay, I did not I did not. No. It's Qui-Gon's voice. But now Anakin's voice is in there too, right? I don't think so. No. Okay. And I actually I was so curious because it sounded like Liam Neeson's voice. Yeah. I looked up the subtitles again and it says Qui-Gon Jinn, Qui-Gon Jinn's voice. Huh. And it says Anakin, Anakin, no. Ah. That's interesting. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah. I, I would love to know more behind that. What's what are the writers thinking? And I mean, obviously I can have uh, I can right. form my own thoughts. There, you know, there's some obvious, but I'd be curious to think what they were really thinking. And it I wish they'd given me so much more yeah. to that. There's a whole subplot that we need to know about. If you're going to throw in Anakin's voice, if you're going to hire Liam Neeson for three words, yeah. you need to give us more than just it's Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah. To me, that's, that's a massive plot hole. Yeah. And I understand that we know later that Qui-Gon is the one who introduces... The Force Ghosts. The Force Ghosts. And he is able to come back from the dead, whatever that means for Jedi. Yeah. But it was I was super intrigued, but I ha, I've got to know more. And we hear Vader's breathing, so we hear okay, Anakin, Anakin, well. no, and we hear Vader's breathing. Huh. So it's a little bit of a preview, yeah. foreshadowing, shadowing of what's coming. Just to step away for a slight second, we mentioned on a previous episode that we thought Qui Gon was trained by Yoda. We so were we wrong. This movie. Yes, we were it wrong. Was Yoda trained Dooku, and, and Dooku, Dooku trained Qui Gon. Right. So I, I thought that was a fun fact. Interesting. Yes, and we're correcting ourselves. Yoda can feel Anakin's pain, and then we see Anakin's megalomania uh, that yeah. comes out. And during his conversation with Padme, he's back in that same room where Luke ends up being yeah. later on. And if Padme didn't know that he was crazy crazy for lack of a better word yeah. I, don't, I don't mean to be but, rude uh, about that yeah, but he, he killed one he is children. unhinged yeah and it's a foreshadowing to him killing all the young jedi younglings, yeah right? younglings and padme seems unfazed by it yeah she says to basically something like to feel pain or to feel anger is to be human she's blinded by love <laughs> but if you can't see the man as a psychopath now yeah it's that, and he wants, she know based upon the dialogue, we know that he wants more and more power. He has this insatiable yeah. desire for power, to be more and more powerful. And I understand where that could potentially come from for him, because he lived the first nine years of his life as a slave, yeah. where he had effectively no power and no agency. So now he has all this power, yeah, and it goes to his head. But I just think, wanted to tell Padme, yeah. look, what are you doing here? It, it's rough. 
And then Padme sticks with, with Anakin and she finally decides to do something. Because she doesn't really do a whole lot in the first two acts. No. It's be protected. Don't die. She decides to go help Obi-Wan on Geonosis. In her defense, though, she fights against... She's, she's ordered to, to do a lot of things. Right, she that's wants true. To, she doesn't want to do those things. Right. She tries to fight, but she's not going to deny a direct order. Right, and we do find out about Padme that she's a very duty-bound person. Yes. She felt duty, duty to yeah. serve her, her planet as queen. She felt. She said earlier on in the movie that when they were talking on Naboo, when they just got there, she said, I couldn't turn down the queen's request yeah. to serve. So we find out that she is a very duty-bound person. So that does explain it yeah. to an extent. But we do see this. I liked where she said, well, your charge is to, she tells Anakin, you're in charge of staying, keeping me protected, and I'm going to go to Gen- Gen- Geonosis, so you've got to come with me. Yeah. That's how they get around that idea. And I did like that. And then there's this ham-handed manipulation of Jar Jar. With Palpatine and the other fellow with Palpatine, I thought that sequence was terrible. It, it was, and who leaves Jar Jar as your your stand-in? Right. I mean, that's 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 a whole other. But Misa Annie. There it is. I had to throw it. Yeah. No, Jar Jar. There it is. I will say I did not take a Jar Jar deduction off for Jar Jar this time. He wasn't in enough. He wasn't right. He wasn't. I thought about it, but he wasn't in it enough. Yeah, and and I I appreciate that they recognize that, and they don't put him much in the next two. And, and right. like he wasn't in the Phantom Menace as much as we thought, but that's true. It, it was still too much. Then we move. Once we move to Geonosis, we've started. We've ended Act Two, and we've started Act Three. So on Geonosis, we learn that Dooku was Qui Gon's master. Dooku says that the Republic is under the control of a Sith Lord, which is true. Yeah, he's giving the only the first time we learn some truth about this Sith Lord. And they don't believe it, and he doesn't believe yeah. it. Yeah, which is fascinating to me like you seem if they if if the jedi had any force sensibility at all at this point caught talking about the future yeah then they would have seen that okay this makes sense let's try to dig this out i i want to know how palpatine was able to hide that from them this whole time i mean i know we know he's powerful but that's i think he's that powerful in the force uh, yeah then so i liked it how Dooku initially comes in and says, oh, my friend, I'll make sure we fix this. This is a mistake. But then when they're leaving, he says, I'm going to have a hard time getting you out. I personally, uh, I I really like Dooku. I like Dooku's character. He's a good bad guy. Yeah, he is. And to me, he makes sense because he makes sense as a bad guy. He doesn't get super angry. No. He's just evil. He is. And he's going to do whatever he thinks needs to be done to keep doing his evil things. And he's a beast. He can hold his own. Right. So, right. again, we'll get there later. We've got more, but, yeah. Jar Jar presents the legislation to give Palpatine emergency powers, which he, of course, takes. Yoda goes to Kamino to look about, see about the clones. Yeah. Windu goes to Geonosis and takes a small group of Jedi with him to Geonosis. I guess that's the only Jedi he could round up there who was just hanging around the Jedi yeah. Temple, I guess. We see, I thought there was a cool sequence with Anakin and Padme in the factory. That little factory uh, sequence. Yeah, actually, I hated that. You didn't like it? I Why didn't. is that? It just, it it didn't feel necessary. It okay. felt a little overdone. I don't know. And and I think it lasted too long. I, it did last yeah. too long. I thought it was maybe a minute or two 
maybe not a minute, two minutes, but at least yeah. a minute too long. I liked how we got to see R two D two thinking for himself. No, yeah, R two was great. R two was great there. C three PO not so much, but R two was great there. And it does harken back a little bit to this idea where I think it's Dex in that conversation with Obi Wan says, "Well, if droids could think for themselves, yeah." Where would we all be? They wouldn't need anybody. Yeah. But obviously, little R2 has got, got some thinking. He's got a little mind of his own. Yeah, he's yeah. got a little mind of his own, which is, which is, we see that throughout. So R2 is being, I wish we'd had more R2. Absolutely. I love the, the part where R2 has the little rockets on the side of himself and on his legs and the oh, rockets yeah. just take him up. That was awesome. So Yoda, let's see. I lost track of my, yes, eventually they get captured, which I thought, come on. Come on, man. Come on, Anakin. He lost his, lost his lightsaber. But you've got the Force, dude. Yeah, but I think, ultimately, if you don't have a lightsaber, even if you do have a lightsaber, sheer numbers, I mean, that's just that can be overwhelming. Maybe. I thought the reason he probably didn't try harder to get out was he didn't want... Put Padme at risk. Right. He didn't yeah. want Padme to be killed, potentially, in the crossfire. Yeah. Or be put in more danger. They get captured, and then we have to go to the chariot scene oh. where they're getting pulled into the arena and i said dialogue on the chariot equals ug it, yeah yeah anakin now when when padme says that she's been in love with him or is in love it's just like oh the way she says it and the way she delivers her lines is just it's not good no no it, it, um, we can talk more uh, about that yeah later. i've got more yeah. but i'm gonna hold off on it but anakin seems surprised by this he does if you look at the look on his face he seems surprised pleasantly surprised of course but he seems surprised well and i i personally do think that does fit his character i think he is he's he's not a confident person in in lots of ways i think we see he's a very insecure and that's why he's a little bit crazy yeah and so Unhinged I, I think it in fits. some ways yeah yeah all right i just to me that i never noticed it before i mean but ultimately I was... everybody he's ever loved has died Yep. Up to this point. I mean, his mom just died. Qui-Gon, who believed, was one of the few who believed in him, died. He's still right. got Obi-Wan. But, I mean, everybody but, else has died. But Qui-Gon is obviously watching Anakin's yeah, progress. Yeah. But I wrote, I wrote, Anakin seems... thinking, seem, oh, crap. <laughs> I wrote, Anakin seems surprised. So am I. Yeah. <laughs> that Padme says, I love you. Or something like, I am deeply... No. Gosh. Whatever it's just the she whis the way she whispers that line is yeah, yeah, no. oh. <laughs> anyway. We see I love when they're being pulled out and Obi Wan realizes that it's Anakin and Padme and the sort of the shared look between Anakin and Obi Wan is great. It it is. I uh, yeah, I have, see I've got so much to add, but it's coming in later categories. I wish there had been a dialogue there because something because yeah. that, that to me that looks maybe there shouldn't have been dialogue, but that look said here we are again. Yeah. Like, I disobeyed your orders again, and look what it but got I us. But I did enjoy the dialogue a little later, and Anakin's like, well, what, are you gonna, what about Padme? And he's like, she's taking care of herself. She's climbing up the pole already. Yeah, well, she's she's, on, she seems to be on top of things, yeah, is okay, what he yeah, says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there are some rough puns. Like, there are some there rough are. puns in this sequence, yeah. especially with the, the C-3PO when his head gets oh, on the goodness. wrong yeah. thing, and this is a drag, he says. Yeah. And then he says, I'm beside myself. It's like, that's too on it, the nose for me. I love a good pun. Yeah. But that's too on the nose for me. One of my favorite parts is when we see Mace Windu enter. Yeah. He's walking down that hallway. This sequence 
with Mace Windu and the Jedi. Yeah. And then eventually Yoda and Dooku saves the entire movie. It takes it from what I would have considered a one entertainment level. Okay. Okay. Yeah. To higher. I don't want to give away total inter- my entertainment value now, but maybe I just have. Anyway, but it makes it an unwatchable film, somewhat watchable. Because seeing Mace yeah. Windu in action was worth the wait. Geonosis is a solid sequence of events. It the is. battle is great. Yeah. I love how he just holds out his lightsaber. I mean, it, it, but the thing is, even Geonosis has some moments where you're just like, really? It does. Really? And the so, CGI is rough. Yeah. Padme falling out of the, the ship. It, I mean, it was just... You didn't like that scene? I mean, what about that maybe, bothered Maybe you? it wasn't her falling falling out. Maybe it was Anakin's reaction to it. Uh, yeah, it was, I think it was, it was Anakin's o- reaction. Much, but that's probably more. But uh, but honestly, her falling out and like the rolling down the hill and she's being knocked out, it felt a little weak. But yeah. I, I, but I like the way she reacted. She immediately takes takes charge. Oh, yes. I, when now, uh, the after the fact, they, they cut scenes before she takes charge. I mean, she's right. knocked out unconscious first. Yes. Yeah. But I like seeing more of that Padme. I do too. The one who take charge. Let's go. Let's do something here. And that's the Padme we said we were missing in Revenge of the Sith. Right. And I I supposedly misremembered how active a part she took in this film. Well, I, she was active. Like I said, I think we see she's a strong, independent woman, even though she wants a man. She's a strong, independent woman, but she's her duty stands above it all. Yep. So Mace Windu says, this party's over. I believe that's his quote there. Yeah. It's the best sequence of the film. Yoda comes in and saves them. They surround the survivors and save them. There's a battle, more battle. And then Obi-Wan and Anakin take on Dooku and lose immediately, almost immediately. And part of that is because Anakin doesn't wait. Yeah. He jumps in too quick. They try to take him together. We learn later on in Revenge of the Sith that they do take him on again. Yes. And which after watching this, it made me wish they had done a little bit more to build up that defeat of Dooku because I he agree. took them to town so quickly. Well, we see how, yeah, we see how strong Dooku is right. and, and how strong Yoda is. Right. Because he's, he's, he's able to easily defeat Anakin and Obi-Wan, right. which is surprising. Right. Yoda and Dooku fight to a draw, I believe. And then they say the Clone War begins and eventually Anakin and Padme get married at the very end. Yeah. Anakin and Padme get married. I want to talk a little bit more about the Yoda-Dooku battle. Okay. Because I went and saw this film on the opening weekend in 2002. Two. Is that what you said? Yeah. And people lost their minds yeah. when they saw Yoda start to fight. But I went again a few weeks later and people were laughing at the scene. Hmm. Because obviously you had the serious Star Wars fans yeah. that were there early and they, they were clapping, yeah. cheering. They loved it. But then later on, you had the less interested people, and they thought it was funny. Yeah. And I'm curious. I'd love to know from any of our listeners yeah. if they had a similar experience or if they maybe thought the Yoda sequence was too much moving around. Did he just seem too ridiculous? I think it's... No, I, I personally enjoy it, but I do think it is I do too, too much. For We never see any other lightsaber battle that's like that. I mean, That's everything true. else is a little bit more realistic sword fighting. And Yoda is very flashy, apparently, he in his is. style. He is, but I, but it's a little much. The 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 flipping, like just insane. Yeah, it, it's a little much. But I, I personally, I did it. I enjoy it. I thought it was awesome to see yeah. Yoda in action. That's the plot, Scott. So I took us to you the very end. Rate it. The plot, I gave it a two. 
I said okay. fairly straightforward, but a bit boring. So I think I might surprise you a little bit here. I give it a three. Really? I did. And it it's weak. No, I should have that. I, I personally think the plot is strong. It's yeah. not well executed. But I yep. do think the plot is strong had they done it better. But okay. I'm looking solely at plot, not execution, yep. not anything else. If I'm just looking at the storyline, I've got to take out a lot of dialogue and replace it. <laughs> but if I'm simply looking at plot, I think it's a three. Yeah. I think it's solid. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. I thought it was I thought it was the movie was slow in act two in particular. Yeah, I mean it could have been quicker. Yeah. But Act three saves it. Act yeah. one, part of Act one is interesting. Act three is is interesting. Yeah, but Act two just ugh. acting quality, Scott. Oh, here we are. Man. Yeah, famous or infamous for this film. You know, honestly, and uh, I gave it a two. Maybe, I did too. Maybe I should have given it a one. I mean, really, it it it's a it's a struggle, but I gave it a two. This is Obi Wan's weakest film, and that's not to say he was bad. I agree, but it's Obi Wan's weakest film. We miss his banter. He's not around Anakin enough. Yeah, and and that's one of his strongest points. Or or in the you know the Phantom Menace, he's got good banter with Qui Gon. So we, we miss him having that that pal, that comrade, whatever, to to really banter, and that that hurts his character. I have said in the past that I thought Hayden Christensen was solid as Anakin Skywalker. He was awful. I'm going to call you to recant he, right he now. Was, oh, he was awful. I mean, yeah, and and and, and I I don't hate him in in Revenge of the Sith. But in this movie, he's terrible. It's I mean, it, it, I it's know. bad. Yeah, yeah, I've got all caps here. B-A-D, bad. It's just, it's not good. Padme, she has her moments, but she has some bad moments as well, acting. Some of that, I think, can be blamed on writing. But there were there were some that just, it wasn't, it was, I don't know. Yeah, I it, didn't find her performance compelling at all. No, no, I didn't either. I like Dooku. Dooku, yes. Dooku's great. I think Dooku's the reason I give it to. I mean, I, I do like Dooku. Mace Windu's solid. My, um, honestly, I think the one of the biggest issues, though, was writing. I mean, there was some yeah. poor acting, absolutely, but the writing really brings it down. You can only do so much. Yeah, so I give it a two. I wrote something, something about it seemed off. It's one of those things that, what is the French saying? Je ne sais quoi. Oh, yeah. Which I believe means... I don't know what. I about to say I've heard it, but I don't know what it means. <laughs> it, well, I think it literally translates. Oh, I don't know what. Okay. So when you don't know what to say, you say something about it's wrong, but you don't know what it is. Okay. You can use a fancy French term. Je I, ne sais quoi. Uh, I think I know some. But yeah. Okay. I wrote Obi Wan, Dooku, Django, pretty good, or Mace as well. Yeah. Anakin had made quite bad. They just didn't seem to have much chemistry, which takes me to relationship between the characters. Yeah. Go for it, Scott. I, and I gave this a two. Maybe I should have given it a one. But I gave it a two. I gave it a two as well. Yeah. I, I have a hard time giving anything a one. I don't know why. Maybe I just, I still, it's still Star Wars to me. But. Yeah. I mean, there's enough good there. Yeah, there is. The Obi-Wan, there's Obi-Wan, Anakin, this least at the beginning has some interest to there it. There is, but my first note is there's not enough Anakin and yeah. Obi-Wan. And there, and there isn't. And there can't be for the purpose of this movie. I mean, because Padme and Anakin have to fall in love. Right. But there's not enough of them. Anakin Padme is cringeworthy. Oh, it's awful. I mean, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's bad. Um, I did like Yoda and Obi Wan. They have a couple, couple good moments. Dooku's banter is good. He's got yep. some good banter with multiple characters, but his is good. I liked Django Boba. Would have liked a little more of them, but I, you know they're quick. But I, I enjoyed Django and Boba. But again, it's just it's poor writing. I mean, I'm gonna yeah. harp on that. I'm gonna I'm gonna bark at that tree. I don't know if that's right, but yeah, I, it's just yeah. I think I would have loved to have had more of the Obi Wan Anakin. 
Yeah. And I thought, frankly, Anakin, excuse me, Obi-Wan, I did it again, were, Obi-Wan was too hard on Anakin. Uh, yeah, I agree. Way too hard on him. I think that he's condescending toward him. He calls him my very young apprentice, my young apprentice. He's always trying to knock him down a little bit. And I'm wondering if, and I think Qui-Gon would have taken a completely different tactic with Anakin. I think so. Yeah. Because Obi-Wan, and this may be some faults for Obi-Wan as a trainer, as a master. I don't think Obi-Wan was maybe the right person to train Anakin with Anakin's sensibilities. Probably not. Yeah. Because Anakin when he when Anakin Anakin is a traumatized person. Yeah. He comes into he comes into the Jedi order too old. Yeah. He is too old. Yeah. So he doesn't have those years of emotional training and support. He comes in having lived his life as a slave yeah. for 9 years, having to leave his mother who has been his only source of emotional support this whole time to go into a context where he has zero emotional support. And then he's given none from his master or very little from his master. So, so it seems in this film, but you know where he gets it from? Padme. He gets it from Palpatine. Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. He gets a listening ear and a supportive yeah. voice from Palpatine, which sets up the whole Palpatine, relationship. Yeah, Palpatine knows what he's doing. Right. But I, So I would question then, is Anakin, for lack of a better word, crazy because of all these things, and then Obi-Wan is too hard on him? Or is Obi-Wan hard on him because he sees some of that? Well, I think... I wouldn't say. I think crazy is somewhat pejorative of a term. It, so let's, it is, but let's avoid I mean, he's using killing, that. Well, he's killing. He women does. And children. He is. He. I would say that he appears to be maniacal. Maniacal. Yeah. Unhinged. Deranged. Maybe would be a better term. See, I, I would throw. I, I, so I, I, I'm, you're better at all this than me. But I would say crazy synonymous with some of those. But, some of those, yeah. But yeah. I want to be as generous as we can. Okay. So let's move to, and this is a much longer discussion, but let's move to entertainment value, Scott. Did you okay. enjoy the movie? I gave it a two. I, I, I did. I we're did. much, we're very close on this. Yeah. I gave it a two as yeah. well. I, and my first line is honestly, I, I didn't. I won't say I hated it. I won't say I hated it, but it was tough to watch at times. I don't think I'll ever rewatch this film. I, I don't no have a re- reason. I see to. no reason to. Uh, well, again, I've got a, a young daughter. She's four. She's seen bits and pieces of all these. One day, I, I think I will go back and watch all these with her, probably. But otherwise, yeah, I don't see a reason to. Again, I'll say the storyline to me is solid, but it's poorly executed. There, there's a decent story arc, but I mean, the writing's terrible. I mean, that, it that, is bad. Yeah, that makes it makes it hard. It is bad. Hayden Christensen makes it hard to watch. Uh, yes. He just does, and and I hate that. I, I'm maybe it's not fair to him. Maybe it's the the writing, but I but I I don't like his interpretation of the character. If that is his yeah. interpretation, or if he's told like the way, I don't know. But Who knows? It could have been direction. It could have been. Yeah. There's all sorts of things that goes into. I that. mean, I, I I've said this before. I cringed with Anakin Padme. I, I, yeah. It's Let just, me ask you this. Okay. Which is worse? Anakin in episode two or Anakin in episode one? Man, that's tough. It's tough. Do you need, I, some, you need some time to think about that? I think I, I'm still going to say Anakin and Phantom Menace. Okay. Wow. And, you really and, hate and that, you really yeah, hate that, that film, tough. don't you? I, yeah. But 
Oh, wow. I, I think I would say that because I think Anakin in this movie has a few more strong moments. And I don't I don't think there's any strong moments with Anakin in Phantom Menace, personally. We're not going back there. I just, all right, to, all right. I just was trying to get you to say something good about the Phantom Menace. Nope. My total, do it. My total score was 10. I gave it, which I think was actually lower than your raw score, if yep. I'm not mistaken. I gave it a 10. I mean, I, gave, know, it, I gave, gave it an 11. 11. Yeah, because I, I had all twos, and you had yeah. four twos and one three. I gave it an 11. I gave a three Qui-Gon bonus for Mace Windu for one, Yoda lightsaber fight two, and I loved seeing the Jedi Temple. Okay, yeah. Being just in the Jedi Temple, walking around the Jedi Temple was fun for me. I took two Jar Jar deductions because they didn't explain the romance. Okay. Why does Why does Padme fall for Anakin? Yep. It's not explained. It's the rat deal. Come on, man. If any, Maybe they could just say she had some sort of Maybe it was just raw physical attraction. Yeah. I'm comfortable with that. Just tell us. Just tell us that. Let us know that somehow. Yeah. But yeah. Other no, than there's, there's he no has reason. all these horrible attributes and I'm going to marry him. Yeah. And then the dialogue, as we said, which is another way of saying the writing. Yep. And the dialogue just just not cool. So my final score for this movie, 11. So we are very, I mean, we're very close. I, I, I as well gave it three for the Qui-Gon bonus. I enjoyed Yoda Dooku. We're, it was we're good. right there. I, I enjoyed it. It's, it's small, but I enjoyed Yoda's floating chair. I thought I liked that was it fun. Too. Yeah, that was, was awesome. That was fun. You know, he's older. He needs. Yeah, I thought that was cool. And then this is uh, maybe this is me. I really. It's it's funny. I didn't think I would give any points for sound, but I really enjoyed the sound when the charges hit the asteroid. When when Boba Fett's letting those charges yes, out. Yeah, that is a cool sound. It, it was just cool, and I've got the sound bar, and I don't know. It yeah. sounded really really cool. Even if it is scientifically impossible. Well, you know, I you know this is its own world. It's okay. They can do what they want. We're not going there. Yeah. And then I took two away. Um, writing. So we're right there on the same page. Yep. And then at the end, when Anakin has his arm cut off, him and or uh, Dooku just now leaves, and Padme lands at the the whatever dock. I don't know what you call it, but she lands there and she runs in, and Anakin and Padme kiss in front of Obi Wan. And I don't think they caught that. And I, I, I you don't think Obi Wan caught it? No, I don't think the writers caught that they were doing that. I think they missed they missed that fact. Well, they kiss in public once once before as well. It's very fast. Okay, when was? But when Anakin rides up on that animal that he's somehow tamed yes. with the Force, and he says jump, and yeah. Padme jumps down. Which first off, that would have broken some bones oh, yeah. at that height. I don't know if it was just Anakin used the Force to slow her down. Yeah, but that would have broken her pelvis. I think yeah. jumping from that height and landing straight on the back of that animal. But she kisses him on the cheek really yeah. quickly, and it seemed obviously I can forgive that Obi Wan was probably yeah. busy. I can forgive that one, but but it's true Obi Wan doesn't seem to notice yeah. that's going on, and so yeah, I gave it a total score of twelve. Twelve, which is my second lowest. Phantom Menace is still the bottom off me. Come on, man. There's no come on, man. There, Phantom Menace is crap. I mean, they're, they're neither one of them are good, but. All right, I am going to more carefully do my edition this time. Okay, I, I, I really, I, I was disappointed. I thought I was going to like this movie better, and I did. All right, our two scores together are a twenty-three. I had eleven, you had twelve. That makes it a twenty-three. Rogue One had a thirty-seven. So it's, it's not even close. You're gonna use your, you're gonna use your save here, Scott. <laughs> you know, maybe I should. No, no. I would lose my not. mind if you lost your save. If you use your, you save know, that here. might be worth the save. But I'm not going to do it uh, for the sake of 
everyone listening. I'm not going to do that. I can't. I, I personally don't want to relive this movie. <laughs> Again, it was so, bad. Yeah, so no, I'm, I'm going I'm to leave it be. Scott, do you want to give us a little roundup of what's coming next? Yeah, so we've got our... Well, I'm going to say first, we've got our first matchup for the Final Four. We, okay. We've got one side of the bracket is done. And we have Rogue One versus The Force Awakens. You used your save last week I did. to save Force Awakens. I stand so we've by got that. Rogue One versus The Force Awakens. Yep. I think that's going to be interesting. We'll see. And there's going to be... So we have our scores out. You're all going to know our scores. There's going to be a twist. So don't think you just know what's going to happen. Okay, but that that's our first matchup. We've got our two other final eight matchups that are going to lead to the final four. We're going to go over both of these for next episode. So we'll watch two movies and we'll do both matchups. It'll be The Empire Strikes Back versus Return of the Jedi. So we've got episode two and episode three. So that's that's going to be that's a fun. That's two and three. Yeah. Oh, no. Four, five and six. Five and six. I wanted to correct you so yeah. we don't get angry emails. You know, I, I appreciate that. I don't. I don't want you know these people, some crazy fans out there. All right, so episode five and six. That's that's a good matchup. And we've got a new hope, and we've got the rise of Skywalker. And so we're we're putting one we've already watched with one we haven't watched. So we're going to do both yes. reviews on the same day. We will, but they're different then, matchups, right? And then they give are. the results. They are, and uh, and not not to. I feel like I may have to pull out a save next week. We're going to see. Okay. But I, I feel okay. like there may be a Let's see how it shakes out. Let's see how it shakes out. As always, Twitter, Instagram, go give us a like, Wizard vs. Jedi Podcast. If you really need to email us, Wizard vs. Jedi Podcast at gmail.com. Anything else you want to add, Andrew? I think that's all. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been Wizard vs. Jedi. Peace.